my guy, Sam Howell. That's what we're going to lead the show with. My guy, Sam Howell. You can splice up that audio and uh, see if you get a seasoned assist. Welcome in to the Titans 10 for Wednesday, April the 20th. I'm your host, Easton Freeze, the director of published content here at broadwaysportsmedia.com. We are brought to you today by the 440 Podcast Network, and I am joined, as always, by my friend James Foster of No Flags Film on Twitter, YouTube, and Patreon. James, are you excited for what we are about to do on this podcast? Yeah, I'm excited. I'm about to uh, work you, I think. Yeah, you are. You are about to probably hand it to me here. Certainly, uh, this is your your area of expertise, but you know what? I'm going to give my best shot. What we're doing today, and this is just a fun little game to, to go through and talk about some of the prospects um, in this draft, some of the, the very best that this draft has to offer. We're going to do a 2022 draft, build a team draft, essentially. We're going to go back and forth and uh, take turns putting together a full 22-man NFL roster using just the prospects in this 2022 NFL draft. And then I think uh, tomorrow when this podcast comes, we're recording the night before, um, but on Wednesday, when this podcast comes out, we're probably going to put out a graphic on Twitter with uh, our respective teams and, and have the masses vote on whose team they like better. So that should be interesting and fun, but this gives us an opportunity to talk about some of these guys. And um, there's really not much else to say before we just get into it. Um, I think that I should be able to go first because I have a significant disadvantage here. I will say before you start that you should vote for my draft because I won't refer to you as the masses. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. But yeah, right. I will I'll, I'll, charity. I will concede. Uh, the Thank first. you. Thank you. Okay. So just so everybody knows we're, we're going to be drafting like a very standard team. So two tackles, two guards, a quarterback, a center, a running back, a tight end and three wide receivers on the offense. And then two defensive linemen, two edge players, two linebackers, two safeties, and three cornerbacks. So those are the specifications. We can go wherever we want on the board at any time. And so with my first pick, I'm going to go, this may be stupid, but I'm going to, I'm going to do it anyways. I'm going to go with my center first overall, I'm going to take Tyler Linderbaum and that's a strategic wow. play. I know it's, it may be stupid, but strategically just because I think the gap between Linderbaum and the next best center in this draft, I guess you might say Cam Jurgens, is so significant on the, I'm looking at the uh, consensus draft board right here. Linderbaum is the 23rd player on the, on the consensus board and, and Jurgens is one eleven. We've talked about Linderbaum on this podcast some. Um, he's a guy that will probably be there at 26 for the Titans, just in terms of relating this back to the Titans. But um, center is not a position that they're really in need of, having re-signed Ben Jones. So he's going to be my first player on the board. And uh, I think that he's pretty clearly the most plug-and-play center in this draft. Very interesting pick. I'm going to go with left tackle Evan Neal out of Alabama. Mm. Uh, you know, very important position. I think yes. he's my number one overall player at left tackle plug and play right there. Just by the way, on Neil, do you, have you finalized a first round mock? Like, do you have any idea where you think he's going to end up? You know, I haven't, I will be getting more into like mocks for other teams uh, close up to the draft. I'm sure I'll do like one official one, but I've just been so 
focused on my personal evaluations over the past couple of months that I haven't really like paid attention to, you know, uh, other teams and prop bets and stuff like that. Right. Okay. Well, with my second pick, I'm going to go with the other uh, consensus. I mean, it, the consensus on the tackles in this draft really, from what I have heard, I think that it's Evan Neal and Ikki Aquanu, and then kind of a drop off when you, when you get to Charles cross that cross is maybe the most um, not controversial, but I, I've seen people all over the place on him more than, than other players. So I'll go with Icky. Um, he's the, the fourth consensus player on the, on the board. He's the second overall uh, consensus tackle in this draft. Another guy that, you know, it, it seems like his run blocking ability may be greater than, than anybody else's in this draft. And so um, we'll have, we'll have a, a, a pretty good edge he's the, there. He's with, the best run blocker I've ever evaluated ever. Which- would include three the this year and the two years before it. So, wow. Okay. Well, he's on my team. I'm going to actually kind of uh, do an audible in the offensive line room and slide Evan Neal over to right tackle, take oh. Charles cross to be my mm. left tackle book and tackles of the future set up. Uh, no concern there it. with hate, a, hate to say it, but set up for the next 10 years. <laughs> that big 10 year guy. That's, that is your favorite thing is to project players out for the next 10 years. Is well, there I mean, anything you got for you with you're, Charles you're Cross? Cent- you're center. He's a 10-year guy. He's you draft him, you're gonna have a starting. Oh center. yeah. No, I think I genuinely think that he is, um, but but no, not really. I mean, if you watch him like the big thing with Charles Cross is that he didn't block a lot of NFL traditional run concepts, but you watch him in the rare examples that he does. I mean, he moves in space as well as really any offensive tackle in this class. One of the biggest things that I look for with offensive tackles is do they have the balance and flexibility to recover when they get kind of pinned back a little bit. Mm-hmm. And Charles Cross is, has some of the best recovery ability in this class. Uh, so that's, you know, I'm a huge fan of Charles Cross, but uh, you know, I think, let's see. Yeah. I have Charles Cross uh, my third overall player. So um, interesting. Seven four three for Evan Neal, seven three two for Charles Cross. That means nothing to anyone else besides <laughs> me. But <laughs> okay, go. all right. Well, with my third pick, I think I'll go with the most important position in the entire uh, on the entire team, and that's quarterback. And so I'll take the only quarterback that I think is a first round, uh, a reasonable first round pick in this year's draft class, and that's Malik Willis out of Liberty. I think that, you know, our team is going to be very developmental in our first year or two, but um, come the the third, fourth, fifth year of his contract, we're really going to be humming, going to have a quarterback on a rookie contract. And he's a guy that, you know, just in terms of ceiling, I, I would, I would uh, beg anyone to explain how any other quarterback in this draft class has a higher ceiling than Malik Willis. Willis. Had to scroll all the way down my draft board uh, to find Malik Willis. Oh yeah. I bet you did. Mm. Yeah, go ahead and, and take your your North Carolina quarterback and and tell us how he's gonna be good for your team and not just fast Baker Mayfield. All right, Malik Willis, uh, your your third pick overall. Uh, right, definitely a guy that I think has a ceiling that is worth that kind of pick. I've got my two tackles of the future. I think we are gonna move on to the outside at corner, mm. and I'm gonna take Sauce Gardner. Actually, my number two corner. I was about to say is, do you have him over Stingley? Well, you know what? We're building a we're building a team here. It's not just a collection of names. We're building a scheme. 
And You're I'm right. saying, you know what? We're playing a ton of press coverage. Okay. And Ahmad Gardner, you just be our boundary corner, lock down that side of the field, uh, physical from first snap to the last snap, and we'll we'll figure everything out on the other side. Okay, yeah. If you're going to be playing a lot of press, then sauce is the way to go for sure. All right, I'm going to go to the defensive side of the ball as well with my fourth pick here. And I'm going to take a guy. I'm in another strategic play here in this game, just trying to, to best an opponent who clearly has the edge on me here. I'm going to go with another guy that I think there's the largest gap between them and the next best player at their position in this draft. And that's Kyle Hamilton at the safety position. I'll take him with my fourth pick. He's number seven overall on the consensus board. Um, besides besides the um, center position, I think this is the other position in the draft that probably has the largest gap and most consensus number one overall player at that position. So I think I've got two pretty solid guys at those two positions. You know, that's interesting that you say that because – I was just uh, finalizing, I'm reworking, like finalizing my board and my rankings. And Mm -hmm. as of now, I have Kyle Hamilton as my eighth player. And then safety Daxton Hill out of Michigan is my ninth player. Whoa, you are high on Daxton Hill. It's a little different. It it, sure is. I'm a big Daxton Hill fan, yes. Okay, interesting. All right, so you went with Kyle Hamilton. I'm just going to lock up the best two offensive tackles and the best two corners. And I'm going to take Derek Stingley. That's, that's tough for me. Derek Stingley Jr. Put them opposite of a mod Gardner. Now we've got a cornerback duo and a tackle duo that we can build around. That's pretty mean. That's a pretty mean, uh, uh, couple of that, tandems. That was, that was there. mean. And it also was mean of you to go ahead and take him off the board, but you know what? It's going to work out well for you. And that's, um, you know, literally quite literally the best possible combination of guys that you could have there. Let's see, where do I want to go with my fifth pick? I think shuffle through my notes here. I'm going to go wide receiver, which is a a big topic in this, in this class. Um, You've got five guys in the wide receiver class this year that are considered the um, primary five. And there's a bit of a drop off. I'm going to take the guy that I think is the, hands down and in my in my humble opinion hands down the best receiver in this class and if he were healthy i think that his draft selection would reflect that but he's not and so i'm going to take a guy that may not go first overall uh, of the wide receivers but but is the first overall talent and that's jameson williams out of alabama once he gets healthy he's going to be the best wide receiver in this class uh, i i really don't think it's going to be all that close what we saw from him in college was Pretty ridiculous. His ability to play special teams as well is an added bonus. So he's going to be a, a nice, big, physical, uh, speedy piece for us to build around on the offense. Yeah, I absolutely agree with you on Jamison Williams. Can I read for you really quick my active bets list on FanDuel? Okay, yeah, what do you have? Um, this is from April 28th. Jamison Williams, first receiver drafted. Mm. From April 24th, Jamison Williams plus 850, first receiver drafted. Mm. April 21st, Jamison Williams plus 300, top 10 pick. Wow. April 10th, Jamison Williams, first receiver drafted. 
that makes me feel really March feels, 10th, James Williams really good about first this. receiver drafted. So you're you're confident that you think the NFL is is sneaky high on him and they don't really care about his injury all that much because he's just yeah, that I mean, much I think that I think that without the injury, he's the first receiver uh picked. I like have, easily, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think I still have my he's my wide receiver one that I finally settled on, but the grades between him, Drake London, Garrett Wilson, and even Chris Olave are so close that I don't really like talk about them in terms of wide receiver one, two, three. It's just like mm. tier one wide receivers. Yeah. Um, it's kind of pick your flavor. Right. Yeah. You went Jamison Williams. I think that's a really good pick. I'm just going to take the highest guy on my board available. And that's okay. Aiden Hutchinson. Mm edge rusher out of michigan yeah that's a it's a solid pick tell me tell me a little bit about about your evaluation of aiden he's obviously um a, just a freak athlete and don't tell certain people on the internet that he's you know potentially a better raw athlete than you know the bosa brothers or anything just to name one off the top of my head but his athleticism kind of makes up for his lack of length a little bit is that something that concerns you with with a guy like that i mean just like purely right. on the a biggest the biggest negative on his t- on his just profile as a prospect is the fact that he has short arms right um, and arm length is something that i potentially overvalue in, in some areas like obviously we're i'm always trying to improve but that's something that i value a lot i just think that having long arms helps you in so many situations at a lot of different positions but that's something he lacks but he's got uh, you know, the same three cone as Von Miller. I don't think that he is as bendy on tape as Von Miller. Um, but, you know, he's definitely a high end athlete. And to me, it is pretty comfortably the number one edge defender in this class. Well, let's see. Where do I want to go? I've got four offensive players so far. I might should look at getting some more on the defense here. So that's what I'll do. I will go with, you know what? this is a a position that you've been talking about on your Twitter account lately, a a decent amount. And you think it's a position that is becoming a little bit undervalued based on the way that the NFL's defensive scheme is trending. And so I'll go with who I think is clearly the best guy in this draft, Jordan Davis at defensive line out of Alabama. He was part of that nasty front they had down there last year uh, alongside some other really nasty players. But I, I, I like his ability to um, really just, just F stuff up, up the middle. And he's a big body guy that I think we'll be able to build around uh, with our defense. Hopefully he's able to develop into a guy with some serious pass rush ability. Yeah. It's kind of similar to Tyler Linderbaum in that Jordan Davis is kind of the clear best nose tackle. Tyler, Tyler Linderbaum is the clear best center. Yep. Um, so solid pick there. Um, I think, you know what? I keep doubling up. I did it with tackle. Oh, no, he's going to take another edge. Wow. Cave on Thibodeau, come on through. All right. All right. So tell me a little bit about your evaluation of cave on. Obviously, all the off the field smokescreen nonsense that's been going on. I mean, I I call it nonsense. It's nonsense to speculate about because we just don't know. But as a player on the field, what do you see? Yeah, he's um, he's like a step below Miles Garrett athletically but Mm. still a very good athlete just glides around the field um if there's any edge defender in this class that can become the guy that bends around the edge consistently in the nfl it's cave on thibodeau uh the biggest thing for me as far as like a negative on his tape was just uh 
he doesn't use his hands very well. And that's something that he'll have to develop as far as like off of the field stuff. I mainly just try to scout like what's on the tape because I don't have access to, you know, two hours to interview these guys to come right. away with my own evaluation. So I just kind of give my tape evaluations and if there's off the field stuff, then whatever. Okay. Well, I will see you keep doubling up and it's, it's hurting me at those positions because you're taking the best guys, but it's also allowing me to focus on other positions because I can come back to those whenever I want. You're not taking any more of them. Yep. So I'll focus on some other positions that you still have on your board and I will, I'm really tempted to go back to wide receiver because I think it's just such an impactful part of your team, but there's so many to choose from. It's kind of a pick your flavor situation. With Jamison Williams, I've got I've got the speed, um, and so I'm I'm tempted to go with my favorite, slower but bigger bodied guy in this draft. And you know what? I will. I'm going to go with the guy that if it were up to me, um, and I could dictate the first round of the draft. This is who I would have fall to the Titans. I, I, it's my favorite pick for them, and that's why I kind of think it's not going to happen. That's Traylon Burks out of Arkansas. Oh. He's a guy that I, I know I'm passing up on Olave and London and Wilson, but like you said, we're building a team here and I've already got the speed on the outside with Jamison Williams. So I want a guy that I can throw the ball on a, on a, you know, a 10 yard in and he can get yard after catch, you know, just to the moon. And that's what, that's what Traylon Burks is a guy like Garrett Wilson. He's actually, I'm not as high on him. His yards after catch ability are it's kind of non-existent. I, I didn't really see much there for him. Uh, Olave is another smaller guy. London is a guy that, you know, he had a lot of contested catches in college. So that kind of concerns me when a guy can't separate. Um, I think Burks is going to be a little bit better of a prospect there. And, and he's a guy that kind of like AJ Brown, not that I'm comping him necessarily to him, but I think the AJ comp is a fair one. I could see that being his, his, his path in the sense that, He's a guy that I think might come in the first year and just thrive off of his ability to out athlete people use his big body, throw it around and, and succeed in his first year. And it might take until the second year to really learn how to play receiver. If that makes any sense to really refine, refine his route running, um, refine his ability to, to find separation in the secondary, like that kind of thing might come just with time with him, but I'm willing to wait. Cause we're already waiting with Malik Willis at the quarterback position. I'm going to go with Zion Johnson, I think. Mm. To me, he's the clear best guard that's um, available. And I think that depending on how the rest of the board falls, he's played at all five spots in the offensive line. So if I need him to be my center, if there's not anyone that I like, uh, I can go. I can slide him over to center. So I'm going to go with Zion Johnson. So with Zion, before we move on, he's the guy that I, I know that I do, and I'm. it sounds like you do as well. I would prefer if the Titans take a guard in the first. He's the one that they take. I think that they would love him, and um, it, he probably fits a little bit better with what the Titans want than a Kenyon Green. But um, tell me a little bit about the difference between those two. I think there's a decent chance it shakes out that that night, uh, you know, next Thursday night, in the first round, that's a big discussion around the Titans is Johnson or Green, who would fit better, who would be the, the ideal pick for them. Who do you think uh, would be better? Zion Johnson, I think, would be better. Um, he's a excellent athlete, 34-inch arms, um, you know, ran a really good 40-time, 93rd percentile shuttle, 91st percentile three-cone, uh, just really consistent tape. 
he's the kind of player that he just makes every single snap look the same because his technique is so consistent. Mm. Kenyon Green is a guy that a little bit more limited as an athlete, not the best fit for Tennessee's uh, run blocking scheme. Uh, I thought his footwork and pass protection was a little bit shoddy and, but he's another guy that has, uh, you know, 34 plus inch arms. So there's still some ceiling there, had some snaps at left tackle this season, uh, but his guard tape was a lot more impressive. So he's a good prospect. I just prefer Zion Johnson, not only for the Titans, but just as a prospect in general. Well, speaking of Kenyon Green, that's who's going to be my next pick just because the the drop-off after Zion Johnson and Kenyon Green in the uh, the guard depth here in this class is pretty significant. So I'm going to go with him with my next pick. He is a guy, like you said, his his pat or his run blocking uh, performance is not as as impressive in college as Zion Johnson, but that's okay because we've got Malik Willis on my team, Jamison Williams, Traylon Brooks. We're going to be airing it out anyways, so hopefully he can just pass protect. All right, so you went with Kenyon Green. With my next pick, I'm actually going to take Daxton Hill. And mm. just when they when I send the little uh, Make-A-Wish kit out to read off the uh, the draft pick, <laughs> I'm going to have him announce him as a defensive back because oh. depending on how this plays out, he might be playing free safety, might be playing slot corner. I think he can play a lot of different roles in the defensive backfield. Uh, but I'm just going to pencil him in as one of my safeties right now what what round do you have him going in in your draft guide out of curiosity well i don't really do projections it's, it's more just like my grades um, okay like i have him as my ninth overall player as okay. far as where what i expect the league to do it would still it would shock me if he uh went out of the first round Agreed. i think that uh i think like somewhere in the 20s is is really the sweet spot for daxton hill he's got uh 71st percentile arm length and ran a 438 really good film so i think nfl teams are going to be uh really high on daxton hill okay yeah that's why that's why i asked you said he was your ninth overall pick i was wondering if you were thinking he might sneak into the teens be like a borderline top 10 guy but no yeah i agree in the 20s uh the mid to late section of the first round is probably where he'll go I will, with my next pick, and we're getting into some guys that are further on down the board here, so some guys, Titans fans, um, maybe some more accessible guys to the Titans. I will go with, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to triple down on receiver and just set my receiver room before you even have one off the board here. So I'm going to go with a guy that is – my third favorite receiver in this draft, a guy that the Titans fan base early on liked a lot for the Titans before they realized that he's probably not going to be there. Um, and he's a, a small, faster guy out of a little university called Ohio State University in Ohio, Chris Olave. I like him better than Garrett Wilson. I've just been more impressed with his ability. They're, they're pretty different players. I think they're both pretty high-end players, but Olave I like a little, little bit more. He's the most refined route runner in this draft. He's got good hands. He's great in the red zone. I think that he really rounds out our, our wide receiver room nicely. We've got the big number one speed at, at, uh, at the outside with Jamison Williams, a big guy that can play the number two, Traylon Burks, and then Olave, you can move around from the outside to the, to the slot. I think he's a pretty versatile player. All right, bold move. Going three receivers before I draft one, but I, I respect it. I think what I'm going to do 
is get the best three technique defensive tackle in this draft. Yeah, I was going to go this next. Devontae Wyatt yep. of Georgia. Big issue with him is that he's 24 years old and doesn't have great arm length, but very explosive, very good senior bowl. Um, one of many guys that were kind of inhibited by Georgia's defense from the standpoint of putting NFL stuff on tape that he wasn't really allowed to just kind of pin his ears back and rush the passer as often as he probably will in the NFL, but he's the best three technique in the draft. You got the best nose tackle. I'll take his teammate, Devontae Wyatt. Okay. That's interesting. I'm going to go, I'm going to go over to the tight end position and I'm going to go with the best tight end in this draft. Um, another guy that I think the consensus is that he's the clear number one tight end. I don't necessarily agree with that. Um, I think it's a little bit closer than the consensus is, but I'll go with the best guy out of Colorado, Colorado state, Trey McBride. He's the 51st overall guy on the consensus board. And uh, I think that he's going to make our pass focused offensive scheme. Um, I think he's going to round it out really well. Cause he's a guy that uh, I believe he had a thousand yard season. Is that, am I making that up? Sounds right. Yeah, I think he had a thousand yard season last year, and uh, he's a, a good pass pass catcher, suitable in the run blocking game. So I've got my tight end position locked down. Yeah, I was thinking about going tight end. It's just the difference to me between uh, Trey McBride and some of the next guys is not really enough to pull the trigger. Totally fair. What I'm gonna do? You're going pouring a ton of resources into weapons i'm pouring a ton of resources into guys that can stop them mm. and i'm going to take trent mcduffie and play mm. him in slot corner and that is shaping up to be one of the best defensive backfields that i think you can create uh from the selection of players it's true i i just realized i kind of forgot that you have to that we're doing three cornerbacks here. So <laughs> I'm, I'm left, I'm left with the the next best three. Cause you got all three years the locked scraps. down, which is, which is fine, which is fine. Cause I think that there's some decent depth at the cornerback position in this draft. Um, but I don't have to pay attention to that right now because those will be left to me later. We're, we're kind of at the point here where I'd say after this next round, we can probably start doubling up because we right. have positions left to each other. So um, with my last single selection, I will go with the guy that I think is the best linebacker in this draft, Devin Lloyd. I'm going to take him out of Utah, uh, Utah, Utah State, right? Uh, Utah. Just Utah. Okay, got that wrong. Utah, Devin Lloyd is the 21st overall guy on the consensus board. He's a guy that uh, has been mocked many a time, foolishly, in my opinion, to the Titans. I don't think that they're going to go with him, but I think that a team getting him in the late first, early second would be a nice addition, crazy athletic really versatile. I think that he's a guy that is, um, I don't like saying guys are can't miss players, but he seems like a really safe bet to go with at, at, with a high pick in this draft. Interesting, interesting, interesting. I'm trying to look at positions that you need and it looks like you need a guard. Yes, I do. So and do you. And I might just go and take the best guard available on my board you know what i'm actually going to do is i'm going to take trevor penning and, and you're going to right no guard. that's really mean that's <laughs> that really mean that is brutal but i was sitting on him as my this. tackle 
that is how we're playing this. That's really mean. All right, hey, man. Fine. You try to get strategic and say, hey, I don't need to draft tackles, but <laughs> uh, I should have taken him somebody, earlier. Always somebody coming up to snatch him. Brutal. All right. So, well, do you, okay. So do you think that he's going to play in the league at guard or do you think he'll be tried as a tackle? I think he'll definitely start out at tackle, um, okay. but I think he could play guard. So we're just going to, we're going to slot him in there. Okay. Well now, I guess at least now I know that I really don't have to think about tackle because you've got all your linemen unless you go and you take a, a tackle or a guard to play center, but who knows? Hey, you could get back at me. You could draft a, draft a quarterback. You could draft Desmond Ritter to play running back. <laughs> <laughs> true. True. But I know that you don't value these quarterbacks. So I don't care. I don't care. I think that I took the only one worth taking and uh, that you're going to be disappointed with whoever you get. So I'm, I'm fine leaving you the scraps there. I will go with, I'm I'm scared now with with my tackle and guard position still left open both of them, so I think that I'm going to go ahead and take my second guard and I'll go with the guy that is on the consensus board guard four, but I think that he's he's guard three in my book based on what I've read and heard from people that are much smarter than I and that's Dylan Par Dylan Parham out of Memphis. I think that he's a guy that the Titans could be looking at in the second, third day, if he were to fall to them. Um, he's a guy that I think is pretty close to plug and play out of a, out of a, um, a good program down there in Memphis. And so, yeah, I, I like him. I think that he shapes out our, uh, our line pretty well, and I'm just missing a tackle at this point. So, yeah. Do you want to double up and uh, do your other pick? Yeah. Yeah. Good, good call. I forgot about that. Yeah. So I'll go ahead and double up and I will take, Let's see. I've got almost my whole offense set and you still have a lot to go with offense. I need to focus on the defense a little bit. I'm tempted to take who I think is clearly the second best linebacker in this class, but I feel like that's dumb because I know that you don't think Nicobe Dean is the best linebacker out of Georgia this year. So I know you're not going to go in and be jumping on him. I guess I'll go, I'll go safety here and I'll take Lewis scene or is it sign scene do you know how to say his name scene okay that's what i thought lewis scene out of uh where did lewis go to school georgia georgia yeah another georgia guy the georgia defense Uh, i wonder surely there are props out there for a number of georgia defensive players to go in the first round what do you think that number is at like five six i couldn't tell you off the top of my head i'd have to it's a lot look at it i mean the whole the whole the whole defense that was eligible to be drafted is going to be drafted relatively high i'd imagine yeah, the only guy that I think will be a lowly drafted player off that defense is um, the cornerback Darian Kendrick. Mm. Ran, I think, in like the four sevens. So probably not going to be very high on people's yeah. boards. Uh, let's see. So you picked Lewis Seen and Dylan Parham. Seen was a guy that I was eyeing to fill out the finishing spots in my secondary. I'm gonna I'm gonna shore up the defensive line and take Travis Jones out of Connecticut, uh, second best nose tackle in the class. Really good combine performance. I think he can play uh, some different spots. I like him at like a two eye on uh, some different fronts. So Travis Jones, Devontae Wyatt, feel really good about that defensive line duo. Okay. And then second pick. Forgot that I get a second pick. You do. Let's see. There's really go to the offensive side of the ball here. Really no reason to go receiver. True. The linebacker arms race is still in full swing. I'm going to go Kirby Joseph safety out of Illinois. Interesting. I've debated and 
uh, thought about this pick for too long. I'm just going to send in the card. Kirby Joseph, my guy. Where do you have him on your cornerback board? Because I didn't even have, I have him on Kirby that. Joseph as my number four corner. Okay. Or my, excuse me, my number safety. four safety, 26th overall player. But that includes um, Trent McDuffie listed as a safety. Uh, mm. So if you play Trent McDuffie at corner, then Kirby Joseph is my, is my third overall safety. Gotcha. Okay, with my two picks, I'm going to start addressing some positions that I desperately need here. You know what? How about I'll make a proposition to you. I'll take my three cornerbacks, and then you take your three wide receivers. Okay, Sounds trade, good. trade three for three. Because yeah. we both have uh, the respective other three sets. So my three that I'll go with, you've already got Sauce Gardner off the board, Stingley off the board, McDuffie off the board. Who I'm left with is certainly no scraps. These are guys that are projected to go in the late first, early second round. So Andrew Booth Jr. out of Clemson, I like a lot. Uh, Kair Elam out of Florida, I, I think might, based on what I have heard and read, he's a guy that might end up being um, a little bit better in the league than, than some expect. And then I'll go Roger McCreary out of corner, out, out of cornerback, out of Auburn to round out my room. So Booth, Elam, McCreary, not the best guys in the draft, but you, I mean, I don't know how you feel bad about that. Those are three pretty solid guys that can hold down uh, the, the passing game. And, and hopefully my, my front, my ferocious front can just get after the quarterback and it won't really matter. Yeah. That's a pretty solid corner group um, for my receivers. It actually kind of played out really nice for me. I'm going to get Drake London, my wide receiver two, 14th overall player. And then Garrett Wilson, my wide receiver three and 15th overall player. Um, my grades for them are actually 6.93 and 6.92. So as close as you can get. Um, the big question comes in with my third guy. Who do I want to play the slot? And my the next two receivers on my board are Sky Moore and George Pickens. Pickens mm. is clearly an outside guy. Sky Moore, my comp for him is Christian Kirk. I think he can come in and be a really effective slot receiver. So I'm going to do that final wide receiver trio of London, Wilson, and more, and feel pretty good about that. Yeah, you should. That's a pretty solid, I mean, it, it, both wide receiver rooms were bound to be kind of a um, treasure trove of, of talent just because there's pretty decent wide receiver depth here. Um, I, you know, you can't feel bad about either of these rooms. So you have more London and uh, who else? Wilson. Oh, Wilson. Yeah. All right, with my next pick, I'm going to go back to the well, finish my linebacker room here, and I'll take the guy that I think is the second-best linebacker, and and clearly so, but you you have a, a teammate of his higher than, than that, so I'm really kind of gifting you the guy that you want anyways. But I'm going with N'Kobe Dean out of Georgia. I think he is the the top linebacker out of Georgia. His his freaky athleticness, athleticism rather can't be denied, and I uh, don't know how you feel bad about having him in your backfield. And then I'll go ahead and get my running back as well. Well, you know what? No, I had I had first pick at linebacker. So take you get take your first swipe at running back here. Interesting. All right. Yeah. Feels feels fair. Feels fair. I got both my linebackers out of the way. So who would you prefer at running back? I am gonna go Brees Hall mm. at running back. I think that he uh, just has a really varied skill set. He can catch the ball very smooth, shifty. A uh, young player as well, tested very well at the combine. 
Uh, so Brees Hall is going to be my running back. And then am I doubling up on this or? Yeah, go uh, ahead and take your linebacker as well. All right. I'll take my linebacker and I will take Quay Walker, who's my linebacker one. And at this point, we really have all of our positions. Like we don't, we're not competing for any position. So, True. so go, go ahead I'll and fill just, out your rest. I'll You've just got a fill quarterback, my tight end, center, and linebacker. Really, yeah. Yeah. I'll just fill out my draft really quick. Uh, so Quay Walker is linebacker one and then Leo Chanel out of Wisconsin is going to be my linebacker two. Those are my top two linebackers in my draft guide. Center is a very tough one. This is and the weak point of your, of your team probably right here. Yeah. All right. We're going to go Cam Jurgens at center. We've got really great talent. First round talent at all four other offensive line spots. Cam Jurgens more of a developmental guy but he can come in and, uh, you know, grow and be a part of that offensive line room that we're cooking up and down in wherever <laughs> my team's located. Sure. I'll go Cade Otten as my tight end. Okay. I think he's a true Y tight end, can kind of do it all. And Where's then, he on your tight end board? Is he up one or uh, two? Let's see. He is tight end two. Trey McBride's tight end one. Cade Otten's okay. tight end two. And then quarterback, the big question – Man, it's really a dart throw with these guys, but I will just go with my guy, Sam Howell, who's I not really you might. my guy. But Fast Baker Mayfield, baby. That's yep. it. No, I'm, I'm clipping. That's what we're going to lead the show with. My guy, Sam Howell. Yeah, you can uh, you can splice up that audio. I will. And I will. Uh, see if you get a season assist. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, well, I've got four guys left to fill out my roster, and so I'll go ahead and get my second tackle here. I'll go with Tyler Smith out of Tulsa, not my first, second, or third pick here. You really screwed me over taking Penning and moving him to guard, but uh, I have to respect the gamesmanship there. Tyler Smith, you know, more of a developmental guy, will probably be, not probably, will be playing him at right tackle um, and hope, hoping that uh, the rest of our very solid offensive line can just, you know, hold the slack there. At running back, I will go ahead and take Kenneth Walker the third out of Michigan State. I think he's the best running back in this class. Although, you know, what do I, what do I know? There's a lot of running backs in this class. Running backs, kind of a hard position to to evaluate out of college. Um, uh, he's a guy that I think flashed the most in this past uh, college football season. I, I remember seeing him quite a bit and was impressed with what I saw. So I'm going to go with him at running back. Let's see my next defensive lineman. I'll go with Logan Hall out of the University of Houston. He's a guy that I think will pair pretty well with Jordan Davis, and the two of them can just just F stuff up right up the middle of our uh, defensive front. And then on the edge, I haven't taken any edge players yet, but I'm happy with who I have left here. Trayvon Walker at uh, the edge position, I will take him. Um, he's number five on the consensus board. There's been a lot of talk about him going in the top five potentially being a number one overall pick. I don't necessarily see that, but you, I guess you never know with the Jaguars. You could definitely see him going high. He, in the combine, was the freakiest athlete, the, the highest, um, not highest, but I guess most impressive um, in terms of athleticism and his performance at the combine. You heard a lot about him coming out of that. And then my other edge player, Jermaine Johnson out of Florida State. I think the two of them will, will pair well on the edge. And I believe that rounds out both of our squads. So this was a fun exercise talking through these was a fun exercise. So just to, uh, we can each just recap our teams. Mine is Sam Howell, 
running back Brees Hall, wide receivers Drake London, Garrett Wilson, Sky Moore, tight end Kate Otten. Offensive line left to right is Charles Cross, Zion Johnson, Cam Jurgens, Trevor Penning, Evan Neal. Front four is Kayvon Thibodeau and Aiden, Hutch- Aiden Hutchinson on the edge and Devontae Wyatt, Travis Jones in the middle. Linebackers are Quay Walker and Leo Chanel. And my defensive backfield is Ahmad Gardner, Derek Stingley Jr., Trent McDuffie, Daxton Hill, and Kirby Joseph. Okay, and my team is quarterback Malik Willis, running back Kenneth Walker III, tight end Trey, Mc- Trey McBride, wide receivers Jamison Williams, Traylon Burks, Chris Olave. The offensive line, left to right, I'll go Iki Aquanu, uh, Kenyon Green, Tyler Linderbaum, Tyler, uh, Tyler Linderbaum, Dylan Parham, and then Tyler Smith. The defense, defensive lineman Jordan Davis and Logan Hall. Edge players Trayvon Walker and Jermaine Johnson. Linebackers Devin Lloyd and Nicobe Dean. Safeties Kyle Hamilton and Lewis Seen. And cornerbacks Roger McCreary, Kair Elam, and Andrew Booth Jr. So we're going to put both of those up. This maybe the entire point of this podcast is just for <laughs> just for the poll that will be up tomorrow, and we'll we'll blast it around, try to get as many votes on it as possible, just to see. Uh, what your thoughts are on who has the better team and why we're going to want to hear why in the comments, give us your reasoning behind who you picked for the better team here. Um, But this was, this was a fun exercise. There's a a million different games you can play with the draft this time of year. And uh, we're going to continue to cover the draft in this podcast feed for the next coming days. We have, uh, we're probably going to have Thursday and Friday of this week and then three show four shows next week. So only six more podcasts. On this feed until there have been players in this draft taken off the board and uh, assigned to the teams that have picked them. So that's exciting. It's coming right around the corner. We're almost a week away. Looking forward to that. Looking forward to continuing our content on this feed. Uh, Make sure to check it out. Rate, review, subscribe. We're going to have one more mailbag at some point before the draft. So if you have more questions, please leave them as five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts. We promise if you do that, your question is going to get bumped to the top and guaranteed to be answered. You can also uh, DM us on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter at Easton Freeze, at No Flags Film, and at the Titans 10 BSM. Also, a lot of exciting things going on. Yeah, what's going on? Also, just want to add that if you send me a screenshot on Twitter of you leaving a five star uh, review, I will send you a copy of my draft guide free of charge. Hey, now that's a great. $10 value according to what you charge on Patreon, but it's more valuable than that. Absolutely. And that'd be a great thing to have to sit and look at this next week as you get up to speed on the draft. So do that, go leave a question, anything about the draft or otherwise ask about life. We've talked about Pokemon. We've talked about how James is a movie snob and doesn't like to watch superhero movies. Um, we've talked about it all in our mailbag episodes and we've got mailbag three coming up before the draft. So Make sure to participate in that. And until next time, not sure what the next episode on this feed will be. It'll be tomorrow. Not sure what the topic will be, but it'll be interesting. So check it out. And uh, we will talk to you then. For James Foster, I'm Easton Freeze. This has been the Titans 10. 